2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Country Not Country, a Radio.com podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Austin and Nick Russo.
3: Episode 27, Aaron.
0: Is it 27 or 26?
3: It's 27 for Whatever. sure. Whatever,
0: potato, I, potato. I've been,
3: I've been looking at these numbers every day pretty much, so um, <laughs> I, I'm very sure this is the 27th episode. And today we got quite the show because since the last episode, CMA nominees were announced. Yes. Do you know off the top of your head what day the CMA Awards are? Because they're coming up pretty soon.
0: Well, I want to say November, but as far as an exact date, no.
3: Oh, so it's November.
0: November for the CMAs. ACMs is coming up here in a couple weeks. Like
3: on the 18th or something Uh, like that? I
0: want to say it's the
3: 16th. But either way, I was super confused because I started seeing the ACM Awards talk about their award show which we our station this is the award show in which we would be claiming our award right
0: first station of the year yes
3: which feels very weird
0: because <laughs> we're not going to be there
3: and we're not we're not even in the station generally like it's been such a weird year as a radio station
0: yeah i feel like i mean now i've seen you several times since this has all started but uh, the morning show. I think I've seen them once.
3: I've only seen them on Zoom this year outside of the final Sunday of rodeo that we dealt with.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And I came up here and I saw them because I was doing something. But other than that, and I
3: because to... of social media, we kind of feel like we see each other, I guess, a little more. A little bit. So, we'll talk about the CMA's the nominees who got snubbed. Also, Loretta Lynn got married to Kid Rock, apparently. At least that's what the <laughs> internet was saying. We'll find out whether or not that's true. And then chicken wings versus boneless buffalo wings, this guy went to the city council and it's all a joke, right?
0: I I don't know. Is it? I mean, I'm I'm venturing to say it probably is.
3: So he went to his local city council to give a pitch to the councilman that in his community they should change the name from
0: Boneless Chicken Wings because to,
3: to something else.
0: Yes. And and he does discuss it in his uh In his uh, speech. Yes.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll play a little bit of his speech. And by the way, I just want to say that is a very old joke. My friends and I have been saying that joke for at least five and a half years.
0: Well, apparently he's the one that made it go viral. Yeah. So <laughs> unfortunately,
3: we missed that boat. Also, the. Con- oh, so we also have new music uh, from a couple different artists that we're going to play. I got a reply from my uncle, JR Castillo, about last episode All right. in respect to Hispanic artists. And I guess we started something because uh, even before we posted the episode, I got a DM from someone who said, Oh, check out this guy. And his name is. I told you just a second ago, his name is Matt Castillo, another mm-hmm. Hispanic artist. And when I looked through his stuff, I saw that it was way more polished than Dustin Delagarza's. So this guy is a little bit further down the road as far as an artist. So we'll play that. Okay. Now, I do want to start the episode, though, by talking about Britney Spears reacting to your post. Now, I surprised wait, you with this today.
0: Wait, my my post.
3: Well, you're, you're remember in the last episode when we talked about Britney and you said that her husband or boyfriend was coming down, it is husband, right? Uh, boyfriend. Boyfriend was coming down the stairs, and she had this uh, photo shoot set up, and she was in front of the runway posing, and she was by herself. Right. And you're like, why would anyone do this? Does that seem normal to you? And I actually remember my quote, which was, <laughs> well, if I had one set up, maybe. Like, if I was, <laughs> like, like I didn't rule it out. As
0: Wait, b- so Britney Spears responded to my comment.
3: Well, how- in, in, in in a way, yes. So, okay. um, i going to her Instagram so that I can play for you the video.
0: Oh, sweet Jesus! That,
3: and this is why the the conspiracy exists, Aaron, <laughs> because people this happens to multiple people where they write something in the comment section and then and then her next post appears to be insinuating that she's reacting to it right so okay. real quick can you i because i remember can you remember right. what your criticisms of her were as to why it wasn't normal
0: i mean i remember saying that i feel like there was um like there is some sort of mental illness but, thing going okay, on okay
3: okay in particular to the same picture being posted
0: oh yeah well i just remember i like that's weird. Like, I feel like there's like that's it's weird. You're posting the same picture like five times. It's weird.
3: So, in a photo only post that went up one day ago.
0: Oh, so, oh, god.
3: She writes another sneak peek of quote just a touch of rose end quote. And to the peeps who think I'm posting the same pictures, well, you know us girls. It's the same top and same hair, but if you look at the details, it's completely different picture. Kissy face. Kisses, kisses. First pick is the original. No retouches. Okay. That is is directly what you were just saying. Because, like, you scroll through the pictures, and they all look like the same picture.
0: And they are all the same picture.
3: And I'll go one step further, because in this video, she posted the video of her in front of the backdrop you were talking about. And (laughs) what was happening that day. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh she says my God. It, it says, okay. Uh, now
0: so, i got to go look at it for myself. Okay, this is crazy. All right.
3: It says, and in, in that caption, okay, so I had a great hair day. Yes, I love this top. It's one of my newer ones. Just so you know, this was shot last month. So were the pics with the flower crown. Yes, I shot a lot of footage because I've been loving my hair these days, and I just love sharing with all of you. God bless you all. P.S. I have always loved this Madonna song, La Isla Bonita. And she is literally dancing, doing the same three moves in front of her her backdrop that you were talking about.
0: Yes. Is this the video you're talking about?
3: Yes, that's the one.
0: Yeah, I it, don't understand why she just walks back and forth. Well,
3: because she was creating content to post on her Instagram. Yeah. So I'm just saying that it's a little weird that everything it, we talked about, she addressed in her Instagram page.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, it, by the way, I still stand by my statement. It's, it's freaking weird. Okay. And I also do not believe for a second that this is multiple um, occasions where she's wearing this outfit. She is 100% taking the same picture like a million times and different days posting it.
3: So I'm going to go ahead and send a message to Brittany. Brittany, if you're listening, I just want to see one post where you're wearing red, white, and blue. And if she posts something with red, white, and blue, then we will be official that she is listening to our show.
0: <laughs> okay. But it All has right. to happen
3: after the post date, which will be this coming Monday. Okay. So, or. Yes. Because we're recording this a couple days in advance. So, uh, on Monday, which will be September.
0: It'll be Labor Day. It's September
3: 7th. And from September 7th on until September 14th, if she posts a picture wearing red, white, and blue, then we know she's listening to the podcast. Okay. Deal? Okay,
0: that's a deal. Okay, good enough.
3: <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on to Loretta Lynn and Kid Rock. So you text me about this. Hey, should we talk about this on the podcast? And then again, I went into the our our podcast has universal powers because we were talking about age difference in marriages.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. We were, and this is a little flip of the script, if you will.
3: So do you happen to know how old Loretta Lynn is?
0: I know she's in her 80s. I'm going to say 86. 88. Okay. That was my next guess. And
3: so Kid Rock's age is 49. All right. So they are almost as close as Dwight Yoakam and his wife. (laughs) So to that respect, they are not getting married. It was a joke.
0: Ah, dang it.
3: And now the real story is Loretta Lynn has a family member. I believe it's her nephew who was getting married or renewing his vows. Mm -hmm. And so at that vow renewal, Kid Rock was there. And so they saw an opportunity to kind of mess with people and take a picture. And she's like, he's off, off the market, ladies. Like just having uh, fun with it to see where it went.
0: I was hoping they did get married. It
3: had to go so far that Snopes actually spoke about <laughs> it. Didn't really? Snopes had to do something. That's awesome. And so she actually came back with a quote where she said in another Instagram post, Well, it didn't last long, y'all, but it sure was fun. I guess I better get on here and let y'all know it was just a joke. Kid Rock and I didn't get married over the weekend, but we had a blast.
0: Oh. Well, you know what? I mean, it's a typical Hollywood marriage, you know. lasted about twenty four yeah, hours. <laughs> that's true.
3: That's actually not unfounded. And so, Kid Rock and Loretta Lynn, obviously, it was just for just for giggles. But the more I looked into Dwight Yoakam, so by the way, I had some replies to our story about the age difference, and <laughs> and, and mostly optimistic. Like, I guess Dwight Yoakam has such a great reputation, and he's has a history of being a good dude that people will let him. Like, there is nothing, he's not going to do anything wrong unless it's literally wrong. You know what I mean? Okay. And so, most of the reactions I got was, well, he must still move like he did in the 90s.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That was one. By the way, I don't want to think about that. No offense, Dwight, but yeah.
3: And then the other was, he's probably healthy. That means it's probably a sign of good health if you're at 63 years old and you still got swimmers.
0: Well, I mean, strung like bull.
3: Yeah. And and, and also still able to perform. I'm sure there's 63-year-old men that wish they could perform.
0: I'm sure there's 30-year-old men that still wish they could perform. Are you kidding me? Like well, So
3: there's so there's a lot of room for uh, health there. So uh, needless to say, I think, you know, I wish him the best. And when I started listening to or I started thinking about it, I, I always worry that somehow when we talk about a topic, they're going to think that we're being, like it's being, we're like coming down on someone for their actions. And it's more just looking at the picture and kind of digesting it as we look at it just the way anybody would, you know. Right. And his, his dating history says it all. I mean, he's he, he's dated you know some really awesome names, and he never had kids, and, and kind so. of
0: all over the place. I mean, you said uh, what was it?
3: An MTV VJ.
0: Yeah, and then Winona Judd, but then you also said the Sharon uh, Bridget, Stone, Bridget Fonda. So it's kind of like that's all over the board. And, and I, over.
3: you, you had more experience in the '90s in a in a uh, in a comprehensive sort of way than i did i was very much i was
0: like what are you what are you trying to say there
3: (laughs) yeah, like just because like you grew up in the 80s but lived in the 90s and i grew up in the 90s and lived in the early 2000s like if you're really going to look at that like because i was i was so young in the 90s i wasn't digesting things for what they really were it was it was kind of through that lens if you will and dwight yokum i i completely didn't realize how gigantic of a star he was
0: oh yeah well and um that album that we talked about last week, which was uh, John Party's, uh, you know, cover album, he actually did one of Dwight's songs, Honky Tonk Man.
3: Oh, okay, so yeah. I do know that one. Yeah. So uh, my biggest memory of Dwight Yoakam, weird how we all got, got all the way back to him, but I think it's Loretta Lynn and Kid Rock's fault, but was the, um, I think it was Fast As You was a really catchy music video.
0: Oh, and well, the song, I just loved playing it.
3: There was like, and then was there, was which, he the other one? In a pink Cadillac no, or is that somebody else? Cause.
0: Oh yeah. Totally guitars and Cadillacs. That was a big one too.
3: I, I guess, you know, like I said, I just didn't have a whole lot of comprehension to what really was in the nineties. Cause it wasn't affecting my life really. It was just all background. Music was background noise in the early nineties for me, where it might've been a little more, uh, soundtrack for you.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, a, I, um, am dating myself here, but I graduated in the nineties. Um, so everybody can, you know, <laughs> I'm try- what year did you graduate? Uh, Mind your business. Okay, okay.
3: <laughs> I was just curious cuz I mean I didn't graduate in the 90s.
0: Um but also, you know, I was I was the kid that always called up the radio station and tried to win the prizes. So I definitely was always listening to music through the 90s.
3: And primarily country music? Was that where? No.
0: Actually, I was um Uh, I was a New Kids on the Block fan. So I uh, listened to New Kids on the Block and MC Hammer and those those songs.
3: Well, that was my living in the nineties C D and I did have parachute pants. But so I I, I guess so I guess the uh, the the pop music was probably more mine too at that time then. Mm -hmm. Just just from the sake of you know what like that was what was most popular. Ace of Bass stands out to me. Oh yeah. I saw the sign.
0: Yeah, I had, uh, wait, did I have that on CD or tape?
3: <laughs> you probably had it on tape. You probably had the single.
0: Uh, I mean, I definitely had myself a mixtape. There's no doubt about that. So um, that's, oh, gosh. Oh. And, and then,
3: yeah. Let's me
0: back with memories. Yeah, we
3: could go on and on. So moving on to the uh, chicken wings and boneless buffalo wings guy. I pulled up oh, the, yes. the speech here. So this was at Lincoln City Council meeting.
0: Yeah, so Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, this guy, if you look at him, he, he kind of looks like a character that would be in like, uh, Napoleon dynamite or something. Yeah. He's (laughs) got long,
3: he's got long reddish Brown hair glasses. I was thinking the, uh, just, just looking from independence day, the scientist who who oversaw the alien spacecraft or whatever. Right. So I've got it queued up here. So let's go ahead and take a listen at what, uh, this gentleman has to say.
0: Are oh, you starting it. From Lincoln the- has
1: the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city Remove the, excuse me, I'm trying to, Yeah.
3: excuse me. So people are laughing in the background, he has to take a pause. I propose
1: that we as a city remove the name Boneless Wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. (laughs) And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them Buffalo style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these (laughs) steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long.
0: By the way, the wet tenders is hilarious to me. And I think I'm not, I can't be for certain, but I feel like that's a Nebraska thing. Like
3: Well, I will say that I order my wings extra wet.
0: Extra, okay. Because
3: it just means extra sauce.
0: Okay. Because in uh okay, so I used to live in Omaha. They have terrible Mexican Mexican food in Omaha. Just so let's be clear. But the one restaurant that was okay and everybody loved it, uh, they would serve their burritos and they would ask, Would you like yours wet? And I was like, What? Does that mean? And it was they would put essentially Velveeta on top.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say it has to sound like they just add queso too. But the weir- the way they called a wet burrito, that just doesn't even sound good at all. <laughs> God,
0: don't ever actually you saying that right now makes me want to gag in my mouth. A wet burrito like eh, I don't know. Yeah, because a terrible. wet
3: because t- a wet tortilla is disgusting. Yeah. Like and- unless it's. I mean, it's always disgusting. I mean, it's not disgusting, but it's like you don't want – you want your tortilla not to be wet for sure. But, yeah, (laughs) especially – but there was this one thing I used to – eat back of the day before I cared about my waistline was this like giant queso covered burrito that was stuffed with all this deliciousness. Like that was pretty awesome, you know? Mm -hmm. And in that, like if it's wet with cheese, I guess it's okay. You know, but I think just the term is kind of weird, but my first in my first deal with wet wings with my grandpa in Ohio, he ordered them extra hot, extra wet. And I didn't know what that meant. And they came and It was like, Would you like some wings with your sauce? Like, literally, it was swimming in the buffalo sauce. Makes my mouth water so good. Does it? Oh, Mm -hmm. my
0: God. I Mm. actually like mine only a little bit of sauce.
3: Or dry? You just eat them dry? No,
0: I don't like, well, I mean, sometimes I do them dry, you know, if they got, like, the dry rub. But um, definitely, if it's got sauce on it, I don't want it to be swimming in it because it's, like, it makes a mess.
3: Well, I like the uh, boneless buffalo wings plain which okay. takes us back to So,
0: you mean you like uh, smaller chicken tenders. Is what yes, you really like? Yes, I like, like. <laughs> bite-sized
3: chicken tenders. Or
0: as he would say, trash. Or you chi- like trash. Or <laughs> chicken
3: breast holes. Like yes. they're like the donut holes of chicken oh, yeah. breast. Yeah.
0: That's what I would that's actually
3: chicken holes. Good.
0: Chicken holes. <laughs> that sounds
3: pretty good. I mean, I think that works. So, and and to uh to be fair, the idea of boneless chicken wings versus chicken wings or whatever, that whole conversation I I, my buddy j d has been saying that for like five or six years. So my thought is finally someone took the joke mm-hmm. and went to the next level because he did that with a straight face. But in this paused picture, I see he's trying not to smile.
0: oh, well, so okay, so this I saw on Good Morning America this morning, and they were talking about it. but some one of one of the folks was saying that obviously it's a joke, but apparently, and we'd have to do a little recon on this, that the kid that was speaking, um his dad is on the city council so he likes to apparently go in and give his dad a hard time
3: and i'm sure that there are some parameters in the city council world where they are legally required to allow you to have your two and a half minutes to speak
0: (laughs) yeah and you know it's funny i that ended up getting Uh, somebody sent me a different video of a guy that was asking for the city council to make two fourth of July's and they're like, and apparently he does this all the time because they were like, "Uh, you do realize you have to talk about what's on the agenda. And he's like, oh yeah, no, I'm getting to it. She's like, okay. Cause last time, you know what
3: I mean? (laughs) This guy or another guy?
0: Another guy. So this must be like a thing.
3: This must be something that I need to take on as an endeavor to end up at our city council meeting and see what I can talk about.
0: I Yeah. I was just thinking like, ooh, can we do that here in Houston? So
3: I wonder if like on October 3rd, you can we can make October 3rd National or or Houston's 100.3 the one 100.3 the bull day. On what day? On 10/3.
0: Oh, on 10/3. Okay.
3: But that would be 103. So mm-hmm. maybe it'd be on Well,
0: technically, if you put it in uh, a like if you were doing the date, it would be 1003. And then two zero for the tw- you know twenty twenty.
3: Oh, like, that's true. So yeah. you you could we could maybe pull that, but it, we'd ha- that's the that's the route we got to go, or like somehow we go and and talk to, or I have to go to city council and see if I can get two and a half minutes to promote something, so, anything that's like that. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I might have to take on that uh that challenge. I'm
0: trying to see if there's um, like I was gonna look really quick to see. Where's if- your
3: where's uh your top wing place to go to?
0: Hmm. Yum, 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 yum. I mean, I, I really like Pluckers because um, I like their fried pickles as well. Um, they come in spears. Yeah, I lo- I'm a big fan of that. Um, I mean, there's a wing stop that's pretty close to my house. So I if I'm just straight up going wings, I'll do that. But honestly, I kind of lately have been doing the, my own.
3: Like cooking them at home,
0: yeah, with a with one of those handy gadgets, the air fryer, boom! Yeah, I it's have an air life. fryer,
3: I still haven't turned mine on. What it's
0: life changing for me, but yeah, I
3: think I'm scared for some reason, I don't know why, I'll, I'll figure it out. But, but uh, Hooters, go, spicy garlic is my, my probably my number one favorite, okay. Wing. I like pluckers also, but their sauce kills my stomach. Like
0: Oh, interesting. It's really
3: spicy and and so Well, maybe uh,
0: I I don't know. Here's an idea. Try a different sauce.
3: I don't like the other sauces. I like that one, even though it hurts. I like it. It's their hot. Their hot is the extra hot from Wingstop. It's literally hot.
0: Oh yeah. No. I'm I'm tender in, tender out, is what I'm
3: saying.
2: (laughs) Coming up next on Country Not Country.
3: This is the first time we've ever had uh, open forum to where we could actually discuss it. So, it's not my favorite song that it's, I've heard all year.
0: Uh, no. In fact, the first time I heard it, I was like, what the hell is this? I thought it sounded creepy.
3: Now, I believe that we all listen now, to music. Granted,
0: these- I probably am the one that's sick and twisted. But I just thought, this song is... I just thought it was terrible.
3: I just think it's super far from the reality we know. Coming up next on Country Not Country.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink.
2: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: So do you want to go into CMA awards and nominees and snubs?
0: Okay, yeah, let's bring, uh, I, I mean, I felt like there was some serious snubs. Kelsey Ballerini feels like she got snubbed.
3: Yeah, I, I think she's taking it well, though. So there were a lot of. I actually was looking through all the snubs. So not only Kelsa Ballerini, Kane Brown, yeah, again,
0: mm-hmm. uh, no
3: Luke Bryan anywhere.
0: Oh, and yeah, and I was gonna say, and no uh, Jason Aldean either. and no
3: Dirk Bentley. Mm. I was looking through these names, and that's those are the names that I thought were notable names that weren't there. Jason, you said Jason Aldean. I also he's not in the Entertainer of the Year category at all. No. So I went to the Tennessean.com. Mm-hmm. That, that seems to be the the most comprehensive, easy list. Um, minus, so I'm, I am I feel we can skip the broadcast awards and we'll just stick to these main topic, these main categories.
0: Oh, wait, did they? Wait.
3: They was, put out the nominees and our name isn't in there.
0: Ah, uh, boo.
3: New Artist That's, of the Year. Did they already name the winner of the new artist? I feel like sometimes they do that ahead of time.
0: Oh, no, that was for... See, now you're getting confused. That was for the ACMs. Oh, Lord.
3: See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, mm-hmm. it's so easy to mix them up. So CMA, New Artist of the Year category was Jimmy Allen, Ingrid Andrus, Gabby Barrett, Carly Pierce, and Morgan Wallen. So Ooh, compare...
0: this is a tough one. Uh...
3: So for me, my first two I cross off are Jimmy Allen and Ingrid Andrus. Okay. Because Gabby Barrett had an epic year. Carly Pierce had a really outstanding year. Morgan Wallen also.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Ooh. I guess I'm going to go Morgan Wallen. Okay. All right. Hang on. I'm going to write this down. Yeah, write or down write... mine also. Okay, hang and, on. And then we'll
3: just put this CMA. in a safe place so we don't have to.
0: Okay. New artist. I say Morgan. You say.
3: I'm going with. Oh, my gosh. Aaron, I know. This is so I tough. Know. I'm going with Gabby Barrett. Okay. I think that, and and I think Morgan Wallen will win, but I'm going with Gabby Barrett because that would solidify the take I've had on her since day one.
0: Okay, which I love her too. So there's that. And she
3: had such a huge year; she broke all kinds of streaming records. And I think that, but at the same time, I never know what the the CMA voters or the ACM voters, for that matter, are thinking. You never know how someone breaks it down when they're voting. Well, it's
0: funny because I am part of the CMA, you know, so I get a vote, but there's some. I mean, there's people on here that I voted for, and there's people on here that I didn't vote for. And I was like, huh, eh, that's interesting, because I voted for Kane Brown, and he didn't get any nominations. And
3: I want to say I also did, too, Mm -hmm. because I know I've done some voting, and I just get so confused with them both, as it's been evident in this podcast episode. (laughs) So music video of the year, 10,000 Hours, Dan and Shay, Bluebird, Miranda Lambert, Homemade, Jake Owen. I hope you're happy now, Carly Pearson, Lee Bryce. Second one to know, Chris Stapleton.
0: Which is interesting. Second one to know. That wasn't even a single.
3: And that logic tells me that it's going to win. Because that's the way it goes sometimes. like the one song... The the
0: one song that never made it on air is the one that... Yeah, it's...
3: uh, Now it's music video of the year.
0: Yeah, and I'm the worst, I think, sometimes at watching music videos. Um, So, I... I don't know who I would vote.
3: You got to pick one.
0: You know what? I'm gonna go for the dark horse. I'm gonna go for Jake Owen. I How knew me? you were gonna
3: say that. I knew <laughs> it. I was like, I was gonna try to write it down to say it. I I really feel like you'd go with Jake Owen. I'm gonna go. I'm going with Miranda Lambert. Okay. Because I think she's got a uh, she's got a ton of nominations for this year's CMA Awards, and she's got to win at least one. And so that to me is the easiest win for her.
0: All right. Okay. So let's skip over musician, go to musical event of the year. Okay. Oh, you know who else I'm not seeing was uh, uh, Blake and Gwen.
3: Oh, yeah. There is no Blake Shelton anywhere on there. Yeah. But is that is that not unheard of, right? I thought that Blake Shelton I has mean, a tough I time at award shows. Like,
0: music event of the year, I would have thought uh, Blake and Gwen would have been in there. Well, I Ma- mean, I think I voted for it.
3: Well, Marin is twice in this category so we got ten thousand hours dan and shea with justin bieber thomas Rhett, reba mcintyre hillary scott chris tomlin keith urban be a light the bones Marin morris and hozier fooled around and fell in love miranda lambert featuring Marin morris l king ashley mcbride Tanil towns and kaylee hammock and i hope you're happy now carly pearson lee bryce
0: all right so i have okay so to me the the three i would pick from are going to be ten thousand hours be a light uh i hope you're happy now I feel like the bones I I mean while I think that's a great song I feel like it's fraudulent because and here's why because t- technically that song is her by herself for country radio the only reason why it's nominated like this was like some splice-dice thing they put together, I don't know, maybe for pop, but it's like, I don't know why that made this category.
3: I see what you're saying, because Hozier was made so that the song was more mainstream appeal. Yeah,
0: and I think, I want to say in the last round of voting, Gabby Barrett's I Hope also was in this category, but it was with Charlie Puth, and I didn't think that should qualify either. No offense to them, I just... You know, it's not the version I played on the radio, so why would I vote for that?
3: I hear um, that. Now, The I, I'm going with I Hope You're Happy Now because I thought this the song was co-written by Luke Combs mm-hmm. and Busby. Oh, yeah. And that song, this is the second time that song's been nominated. This is multiple nominations for Carly Pierce. Okay, so I think.
0: you're going with I Hope You're Happy Now. And I'm, it's a
3: great song.
0: I'm going to go with Be A Light.
3: I think that that's a great song, too, and it fits the 2020 narrative of what people need to hear so mm-hmm. i wouldn't be ashamed of hearing that one and then the you know you said like uh, the last category dark horse was Jay owen I almost think that the Justin Bieber joining the event was really big because that did make it to country radio. So as a musical event, I could see that being extremely large, and it's really hard to bet against Dan and Shay. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that one somehow wins. Mm,
0: I can see that too. But
3: I'm going with Carly Pearson and Lee Bryce. So uh, vocal duo of the year, Brooks and Dunn, they made themselves back. Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida George Line, and Maddie and Tay.
0: I'm just going to go Dan and Shay.
3: Yeah, to me there's no comparison really
0: okay so you're the same
3: yeah i would love to see maddie and tay get it done obviously Mm -hmm. you know that that would be really really cool i think brooks and dunn are fantastic but i don't see them getting that done brothers osborne this is one where maybe they do win because somehow like they have a lot of pool within the country music community i feel like Mm -hmm. Uh, they're very sociable very uh, personable people that talk to the they're just very easy to access and very down-to-earth, and I could see where that would play in their favor in a voting situation.
0: Okay. But so, I think
3: Dan and Shay is gonna
0: Dan be right. and Shay, for sure. Okay, so vocal group.
3: That's Lady A, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, Rascal Flats. You go first with your breakdown because oh. I'm going to – I, I kind of know who I want to win, but
0: – Well, I feel like uh, Little Big Town didn't really do much this last year. Um, Rascal
3: Flats basically retired.
0: I know. So it's like, do you give Rascal Flats their last – one Old Dominion had an amazing year. And the album sure was great. Not sure about uh, the Meow Mix album, but whatever.
3: <laughs> they did that because they were bored.
0: <laughs> and then Lady A, I, they had so much controversy this year. Yeah, that's a tough one. That
3: only leaves one, ca- one more, one. Room. And then
0: the boys of Midland, which I we love Midland. We've had them multiple times. So,
3: hmm. I'm riding with Midland.
0: Okay. You know what? I second that.
3: I think that they, of all the groups, they have an image, they have a sound, they've had success, they've done well. They, you know, they. I, I just think that I could see where this year they stand out. This yeah. could be their year to win an award.
0: Yeah, I, I, and I hope so. I hope I'm pulling for you. Boys. I got a picture
3: of them on my wall. So
0: yeah. Um. All right. So now we go to male vocalist of the year. And
3: this is a straight up cage match of country music. <laughs> Okay, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton, Keith Urban. I'm oh golly,
0: okay. So I like to split my votes sometimes. All right, so I'm gonna go on this one. Ooh, I'm so torn. Um, Thomas Rhett.
3: I, I don't know how you go against Luke Combs.
0: Well, that's why I say I split my vote.
3: Yeah, I think Luke Combs. Holmes- There's no way he doesn't win.
0: Okay, so you go, Luke. All right, fair enough.
3: Now, Now the female vocalist of the year category to me is going to be the most dramatic, not just because it's the female vocalist, but I think there's going to be a major upset. That's not really an upset. So we got Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Maren Morris, Casey Musgraves, and Carrie Underwood.
0: Yeah, which this is the category that I think for sure uh, Kelsey Ballerini got snubbed in. 'Cause I and I and I love me some Casey Musgraves, saw her in the airport, you know, she pet my ex boyfriend's dog. It changed his life. I I don't feel like she did much musically this past year. So um I'm with
3: you. I felt like she was riding the coattails of a really big twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah. So for and then obviously Ashley McBride had uh One Night Standards, that album, and you know, she had some great success.
3: And she was also the New artist of the year last year. Mm,
0: yeah, that's right. Um, so, so clearly Mor- in the voters' and eyes, Mary Morris had a great. Oh yeah, and then Miranda. Oh,
3: I I think it's Miranda Lambert. Okay. Because she's the darling. If she's in it, she's gonna win it. She's she is. That's just the way it goes. Okay. In, in my opinion, Miranda and Miranda Lambert's last album was spectacular. It was better than all all of those albums. Of okay. all, and, and I would say Casey Musgrave's album was really great, but again, that was twenty nineteen. I don't I, I agree See, with the See, I'm gonna over. go with
0: Marin on this one because as far as an artist, she had albums. She did actually get to do some touring. I well
3: And great I, touring. Well, well
0: I guess Miranda did do it too.
3: Like actually a bit I of touring. That's mm, tough.
0: I well, you know what? I'm gonna go with Miranda. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with Miranda as well, and here's why. Because she has her own line of dog food.
3: Well, and they're all, all worthy of winning. Right. Hands yes. down, they're all worthy of winning. It's And that's why I say it was going to be dramatic because you're going to have to, like you're literally having to choose between some of the best women in country music. But to yeah. me, Miranda Lambert will always be, she's going to be the queen. She is the queen. She's reigning queen. There might be a few times where someone, and I'm not saying. And she also
0: has a great clothing line, just saying. Okay.
3: Oh, so Miranda Lambert, female Miranda vocalist Lambert. of the year.
0: All right, now, now song of the year this is well there's one on here good lord okay you go
3: okay you want me to announce them so uh yeah. first uh nominee bluebird from which is miranda lambert but obviously this had other goes songwriters to the songwriters yeah and so the bones from maren morris even though i'm leaving luke combs i hope you're happy now carly pierce and lee bryce and luke combs more hearts than mine ingrid andrus mm-hmm.
0: okay The first one I'm scratching off is "More Hearts Than Mine."
3: Let's have a a little break here and talk about this song.
0: (laughs) Oh God! Oh, this is the
3: first time we've ever had an open forum to where we could actually discuss it. So, it's not my favorite song that I've heard all year.
0: uh, No, in fact, the first time I heard it, I was like, "What the hell is this?" I thought it sounded creepy.
3: Now, I believe that we all listen to music.
0: I probably am the one that's sick and twisted, but I just thought this song is, I just thought it was terrible.
3: I just think it's super far from the reality we know. And I'll tell you, it was a shocker to me. My dad loves that song.
0: And you know what is so crazy is what, okay, okay, one of our salespeople Biggest country dude ever. And he is, like, judgmental on every song that crosses the radio station's airwaves. He's like, that song's terrible or whatever. Um, I, I love how I give him, like, this big country accent, too. He kinda,
3: <laughs> well, when he's, he sometimes of does, he does. Especially
0: yeah. when he drinks. Um, but anyway, yeah, he loved that song. I was like, really, dude? You love that song? And
3: people love it, Aaron. I know.
0: I just, uh, I just can't. I, I just
3: think it's because we're so far removed from that s- state of mind. Like, we're, because if you listen to the song she's talking about, like, that is someone who really believes the person they're dating, that they're taking home to meet their parents, is the one they're going to marry. Hands down. That is what you, she thinks. Listen to it. That's what. That's the story. The story is innocent but, love. And also,
0: I find the line in the song, like, what is it, where she says, if you break... Uh,
3: my heart, my mom's going to cry harder or whatever it yeah,
0: is. Yeah, but I'll be fine. So it's like, well, then he's not really breaking your heart if you'll be fine. So... Well... Because otherwise, you're, you know, you're Maddie and Tay and you're dying and you need mom to, like, yeah, but, help out with your you dress. But you never die
3: from a broken heart.
0: Uh, well. You,
3: you never die from heartbreak.
0: Yes, you can. No. Not. That old people do all the time. That's
3: different. That's different.
0: They die of a broken heart.
3: But we're not talking about these people. Like, they, they, there's, it's not the broken heart that kills them. Well, it's the stress that comes from is, it. Well,
0: the is, I'm not voting for that
3: song. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's so, go back to song of the year.
0: I'm going to go with... I hope you're happy now.
3: I hope you're right, but I'm going with Luke Combs again, even though I really want Miranda Lambert to win it because I think Bluebird is an amazing song. Okay, so you're
0: going even though I'm leaving?
3: Yep, Luke Combs again on that one.
0: All right, so let's go now up to, uh, what is it, album?
3: Oh, this is a good one, only because I know which one I have listened to at least 200 times.
0: All right. Um, So we got John
3: Party, Heartache Medication, Ashley McBride, Never Will, Old Dominion, Old Dominion, Luke Combs, what you see is what you get and Miranda Lambert wildcard.
0: For me it's between Luke and Miranda.
3: Yeah, I'm going with Luke Combs. My heart is my heart wants John Party to win this. Okay. And I think John Party's album Cover to Cover is sonically the best of this group. Okay. Hands down. However, I think that that is my internal personal bias because of how I Enjoy the music. How I digest the music from a totality standpoint, I think Luke Combs wins because he's had so many number ones come off that album. Oh,
0: that's true. And I was, oh, and I was gonna put wild card, but now you made me second guess myself. Okay, I'm gonna go Luke. All right. And I just
3: picture Luke Combs holding all these awards at the end of the night. um Single of the year, Ten Thousand Hours, Beer Never Broke My Heart, Luke Combs, Bluebird, Miranda Lambert, The Bones, Mary Morris, Gabby Barrett. I hope those are all <laughs> such great songs. I know. Okay, let me ask you this before you yeah. make a decision. Which one do you think made the biggest impact this year? Upon landing, upon going, you know, hit the ground running in all forms. To me, that's 10,000 hours.
0: I can see that one. I can also see I hope.
3: Yes, agreed, because that song was massive for her debut.
0: Okay, I'm going to go I hope. But- I think you're right. It's probably going to be 10,000 hours.
3: Well, I'm going with Luke Combs.
0: Oh, okay. Well, what
3: the hell? Okay,
0: never mind.
3: (laughs) I I told you, Luke Combs to me is going to win everything. All
0: right. So Um,
3: I I would love to see 10,000 hours or I hope win, but if I'm betting, I'm betting on Luke Combs.
0: Okay. All right. So now then. Entertainer of the year. I'm gonna go Luke
3: Combs. I gotta give it to Luke Combs also. So the nominees are Eric Church, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Keith Urban, Carrie Underwood. I think Keith Urban could win it, but Luke Combs to me, there is no comparison. Even if you think about even during the pandemic, like who is the one name that stands out? It's Luke Combs, mm-hmm. hands down. He is the standout.
0: All right, so Luke and Luke. All right, those are those are our votes there. Now written.
3: All right, on- saved. We're gonna have to save that, Aaron, because last time we did this, we didn't save him.
0: Well, I'll keep the scratch piece of paper somewhere.
3: All right. And, may, and maybe on the award show we live stream it or something. Is there a way we can do that? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll try to figure out something fun to go with that. Now, we're uh, into the 42nd minute, and we got just enough time to listen to some new music.
0: Okay. So now we're listening again to who?
3: Okay. I think let's let's go back to last week's episode with Dustin Delagarza. La Garza. Um, I want to read... His reply, and then also I want to read to you what Jr. told me after he listened to the podcast. Thanks uh,
0: for listening, by the way.
3: Appreciate that. So, Dustin Delagarza. Uh, oh, by the way, new music in the DMs is what I thought about calling the segment. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, brother, the podcast is live on the radio.com app. The link is in my bio. It's toward the end of the podcast, but I wanted to encourage you to keep making music and keep putting it out. When you finally break through, maybe one song goes viral one day and those fans come back to your page. You want them to have a whole catalog of music to listen to. Keep up the hard work. If you ever have any questions you think I may be able to answer, don't hesitate to ask. Mm, okay. That's what I sent to him. And he said, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity of being on your podcast. Thank you for the encouraging words. As I do wish to do this for a living here in the near future. Also, I'm from South Texas. And I've heard of Jr. Castillo. I've got an entire EP coming out at the end of this year. I'll be sharing that with you for you to give it a listen. Again, thanks for the opportunity. I'll definitely get back to you if I have, ever have any questions. Awesome. So, cool right. guy. Clearly got a good head on his shoulders. Obviously in the beginning stages of uh, what he you know is chasing as a dream. So, you know, I always like I said, I always wish people the best. And like I don't have any answers on like I'm not a manager. I, I've never been an artist manager. I tried to be one time. I wasn't very good at it. You know, um, because at the end of the day, I'm good at connecting people. Like, I think that's my strongest point. It's like, hey, I might not be able to help you, but I know someone who can. Okay. And then I can connect them. Like, who's to say that, you know, my uncle doesn't somehow reach out to Dustin and then he gives him – because I know JR has a publishing company also that he runs for songwriting and stuff.
0: Making some – connecting some dots.
3: JR wrote back to me. I told him, hey, drop your name in our podcast this week. We're talking about Hispanic artists or the lack thereof. In country music and he said thanks nephew it's been a battle but after being associated with four major labels with nominal mainstream success i'm still in the game fighting to keep the door cracked with my next album someone's going to bust through that crack welcome to my country quote-unquote tells my story i'll need to get you a copy of Acaros to get your opinion on it it'll have 14 tracks and i'd love to get your thoughts on it johnny garcia who is Trisha yearwood's band leader and garth's lead guitarist was my co-producer once again oh. so he's got some he works with some fine people you know and people that are connected to really big names so there is a hispanic community of country artists that clearly are trying to find a way to get into mainstream but who knows maybe one day it'll happen uh and that's where it takes me to the uh to the di- uh, direct message i got which was before we ever posted dustin delagar's song and this was another hispanic artist so apparently i'm attracting them uh okay his uh that's- his name is matt castillo um he's got his own vivo channel he's got 4700 views on this song called say it it's been out since august 5th and okay, so
0: it's not even been out well right not a even a month yeah. so
3: i've got a i've got it queued up to the to the to what i consider the hook it's called say it and i thought you would like it because it was it reminded me of the very country vibe that came from the john party covers that we listened to last oh, week all right. so here we go this is uh the hook for matt castillo say it
2: if our song is-
0: You know what? It kind of also reminds me of a little uh, Dwight Yoakam.
3: There, I heard that too. The, yeah, he's also got the deep, uh, deep voice. So kind of the yeah. Josh Turner ish. Oh yeah.
0: So, it, and by the way, the video like very well done.
3: Yeah, you can tell he's got he's got a manicured image to his his presentation. And then on his Instagram page, he does a, hey, so this song came about because, and he kind of does a little intro to everything. So I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. There's, there's definitely some direction being.
0: Now, where is he from?
3: I didn't catch all that. So I'm assuming when I send him a tweet or a DM about all that, he'll send me some information on so it. So
0: you said Matt.
3: Castillo. On his Instagram page, it said ATX and STX. So maybe say... South Texas, Austin and South Texas.
0: I'm going to say you're right. Because um, on his page on Facebook, it, that video that he posted was um, in McAllen.
3: So he must be just South Texas. STX must mean South Texas Yeah, on his Instagram page. So, yeah, I think I think he's got a really good look. Sounds like, I mean, he's clearly polished. Um, he's moving in the right direction. So, Matt, if you're listening, feel free to reach out and give us any other information. We'll share it on the next episode. But um, thank you. Uh, a gal named Steph sent in the DM with the link to his – Instagram story, which is what led me to listen to it. So oh, okay. there's that. Now, I had uh, another song that was really, really huge. That So this is kind of the weird place in music, at least for country. I'm not going to say country radio, but radio in general versus digital is music that the artists are releasing. It's not necessarily their radio single.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, so instead a- of like doing albums, I've, I've noticed that especially, yeah, you're right, during this pandemic time or whatever, I feel like it's definitely... Definitely more prevalent, but I feel like instead of doing albums now, they're just releasing new songs.
3: And so the idea seeing
0: if they stick. And
3: so then they go, maybe it's a new artist, like Morgan Wallen is the reason I bring this up because we're going to play the song Seven Summers. Right now, More Than My Hometown is his radio single. And Which, so,
0: by the way, I'm not. Mm, it's okay. It's okay.
3: And I think maybe the goal is they use radio to uh, send out a single they think works for that audience that then sends that fan to his music to find the singles, the rest mm. of the music. And then they released this one digitally for his actual online fans who are following every breath he takes. Those people were, aren't waiting for the song yeah, to come on the radio. Yeah, because this
0: was uh, a song that, like, he put something on Instagram where it was this girl freaking out about the song, like, wanting it to come out, and she had to wait for it, so...
3: That's what I'm saying. There's a like he, when they say it's coming out at midnight, people are gonna go listen to it at midnight. They're not waiting for the radio. Like maybe it happened in years past for us, you know, in in the '80s and '90s. In radio, people would stay up till hear that that song on the radio because that was the only way you could get hey, it.
0: Hey, respect your elders. Hey, I'm right? just saying
3: times have <laughs> changed. So so all that to say, I'm gonna read this from the Los Angeles Times. This is about Seven Summers. All right. Morgan Wallen song. It says Seven Summers is a thoroughly modern success story powered by the song's runaway popularity on TikTok and on streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music where its daily plays set new records for a country track when it came out August 14th it reached number 3 on Spotify's hip hop dominated US top 50 in the week after its release 7 summers racked up 23 and a half million streams overall second only to Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber which notched 33 million
0: and it's not even a single
3: it's just a song he put out for genres other than country, streaming is where hits have been happening for years. Cardi B and Megan The Stallion's raunchy whop rang oh, up God. 93 million in its number one debut on the Hot 100, yet Nashville still relies on radio, airplay, da-da-da-da. And basically, because Gabby Barrett's I Hope, Maddie and Tay's Die from a Broken Heart are what edged out Seven Summers on the Billboard chart. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to play the hook of Seven Summers from Morgan Wallen.
0: Vibe. I'm usually not a slow song person. So even though I know the song is big and people love it, it's going to take me a couple listens because I like me some peppy songs.
3: Yeah, you like to hear the the upbeat. Yeah. You you, you need a high beep, uh, beats per minute. So yeah, I, I like I I like the song. It's weird to me how Morgan Wallen's best songs to me are that mood. They're that whiskey glasses. I'm gonna need some whiskey. Like they're they're not See, upbeat. I love they're, that song. But it's not upbeat.
0: It's a medium tempo.
3: Yeah, but I'm just saying it's it's more about... I'm
0: a medium it, tempo to up tempo
3: guy. Okay, and I, and I think it's very safe to say that I'm very medium to lower tempo when it comes to country music, because my my appeal to country music was always stemmed from a love of R&B, and so I think that the, the romantic in my soul comes through in those music. That's where <laughs> I used to sit up at night watching the infomercials for love, country love, Remember those uh, albums?
0: Oh my God. Like the time life thing? Yes. Oh God. It would be
3: like, one. It would be, they'd play like 15 seconds of a song. I knew every word to all those love songs. <laughs>
0: is, oh God. But that, that was the only th- thing on TV a random that late. Factoid. Okay.
3: That was the only thing on TV that late.
0: Well, that's, yeah. That and, well.
3: I, I, I can't tell you shows. the number of stuff I convinced my mom to buy from sitting up all night watching. I mean, infomercials. I'm a sucker
0: for it. I, I love watching infomercials. I'm like, there was something that, uh, what is it? The Emma Lagasse. Oven or something. I'm like, yeah. Or I'm the knives
3: that cut through anything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like I friggin' need all of that in my life. Yeah.
3: Infomercials have gone away, I'm, haven't I'm they? I'm
0: definitely a sucker for marketing, so they—it's like they see me coming. But
3: or they just are they targeting a woman? Uh, age 25 and by the way, you mentioned
0: uh, really quickly the WAP song, mm-hmm. and I know that's one other thing I wanted to talk about in our podcast, but we don't have enough time.
3: Yeah, and I don't—I don't, I don't know if I really want to give my thoughts on that. <laughs> I'll I'll Uh, I'll I'll just uh, say that the raunch level in music has always existed, and as we move and evolve as a species, the level will only increase as to what is acceptable. And I can't I can't knock them for what they said or how they did their thing because you know part of me enjoyed hearing it, and then the other part of me thought, man, I feel like if I said any of those words or recited those lyrics. You know, publicly, people would probably stone me. You know, like just just because it is so far
0: I, across I mean, the line. I mean, it is. It's graphic. It's super nasty.
3: It's lyrical porn. It, but it, but let's be real. Was was two live crew back in the day?
0: See, I'm. I mean, I'm not super familiar with their music. Maybe right off the top of my head so i can't
3: gotta lick it before you stick it you got i mean when you start saying stuff like that oh, yeah
0: and then there's a song that i don't even um, know
3: if that was too live crew but i'm just saying those are songs that came out that were yeah way across and the i line. think
0: of like the soap and water song
3: soap and water song i don't even know what yeah, that one is like, my neck my back no uh, it,
0: how's it go it's like it's like don't be mad if i don't want to do it you need to use soap and water. Soap, soap and water, something like that. Uh,
3: yeah, I don't. I'm not sure which song that is, but but needless to say, uh, the music has. I I don't know that it's more grotesque or more edgy, I raunchy think it's than
0: probably. Well, yeah, because my neck, my back was like. Ooh. I mean, I remember when that first came out. I was like. Wait, we were
3: playing that on the radio.
0: I know. Isn't it crazy? And what year did that song come out?
3: That was in 2002 because I had just got into radio.
0: Okay. So. That, All you
3: ladies pop that thing like this. Yeah. yeah.
0: But then you hear the unedited version. You're like, Whoa. oh, damn. <laughs> Maybe it's just that that I think is probably the first time I can think of a female song. That was like super nasty.
3: Oh, like I mean, female- Lil Kim was out there too. Oh yeah, and Card- and let's be, Cardi B's been saying some crazy stuff, and, and then, then Nicki yeah, Minaj you know, was yeah. saying some wild stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not completely unfounded, and that goes back. So my, I think the the crux of it is, I am now at an age where I have a six year old daughter, and raunch level to me. Ways differently. While the ranch level in reality over the course of humanity may be the same mm-hmm. as it was, the way I value it is differently. Now, oh. Is different now.
0: Okay, fair.
3: Because I definitely don't want my daughter listening to Cardi B and Megan The Stallion WAP and feeling like singing that. There's some any- holes in the house. There's some holes <laughs> in the house. Like I don't. I don't need – don't want that uh, until she's old enough. Well, yeah, and to, you know. I love
0: how Luke Bryan's mom heard it for the first time and she was, like, bobbing her head to the hose in the house part. And then the rest of the lyrics started coming in. She's like, oh, holy hell. I, if you haven't seen the video, they posted it on Caroline's Instagram, but I also posted it at thebullhouston.com. So.
3: All right, I, I need to watch that one again. I only saw her initial reaction, but, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely some shock value there. All right, Aaron, so uh, I guess we close it on the WAP.
0: We're closing on
3: the WAP. Episode 27, that's
2: a wrap. Never miss an episode of Country Not Country with Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. Make sure to download the Radio.com app and subscribe to this podcast. Country Not Country, a Radio.com podcast. Special thanks to executive producers Sarah Fraser and Chase Murphy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?